Yo, it's been so long, but we are back. I know some of y'all was like, yo, what's going on with Cafe Fuente? What's good with CF? We fucking back. Uh, <laughs> it's um, Amy um, right here with Nick, and we have been putting this shit off for far too long, but it's been on the to-do list. We swear we have not forgotten about it. So here we are with season two. Um, and we're so excited. We're going to do things a little different this year. Um, but all good shit. All good shit. And we are going to jump right in to some dating rules. So Nick and I, obviously, a whole year has gone by. You know, love's coming gone. Oh, wait. Holds up. So a whole year has <laughs> gone by. I need to know what has Amy Collado been up to. Lord have mercy. No. Oh, God. Well, I mean, what, like romantically or like professionally? That's professionally, too much. That's too much. Yes, we need to talk about it, though. Oh, God. All right. So, I mean, a whole year's passed. Well, I was in a fellowship. I got hired as a full-time organizer, which has changed things. Um, so I get to do more social justice work intentionally, growing a whole lot. Um I mean, you want to fuck around and like run New York one day. Watch. <laughs> uh, I'm I wish. No, I don't want to run New York. That's too much pressure. I want I want a bunch of other people to run it with me. So, well, yeah. So strategizing there for some, us, like for the, some for the persons of color, you definitely gonna be the one. Yeah, I'll be so lucky. I'll be so lucky. But what's what's really crazy though is that I'm being in spaces. I'm like meeting people and engaging with people that are like incredible fucking folks that are really about that life where we're trying to like figure out how to tackle this gentrification shit that we're going through. So uh, it's exciting. Especially it's exciting. Like that, that work uh, is very important. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough though. It's also it's one of those things where like once you're in it you start seeing all the shit that like all the other things you have to tackle so you jump in you're like oh I want to stop gentrification and it's like alright what does that mean and like right. all these other things that like you know it's hella overwhelming but I'm really hopeful if not for like growing as more of a leader more of an activist and even owning those terms because for me those are like gifted words you can't really you can't really call yourself an activist type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like people other people got it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like saying I'm a poet. I had somebody say that I was a Puerto Rican activist. And I was like, no. I don't it think feels that weird, that, right? I don't think that's accurate. I but think it I is. I just really care about Puerto Rican independence, but I don't think I'm an activist. Hell yeah. Like, I can't I can't write that shit in my bio. I let other people do that, hoping that they'll do that. But nah, I can't do it for myself. But I'm stepping into that role more and really owning it. So it feels good. Own it. Because we need you. Us persons of color, we need you. No. It feels it feels really good, though. Not even just person of color, because there's a lot of people of color in the social justice movement. There's not enough hood people in that right. movement. I think it's a very um, well institutional type shit. Like, okay, but like you say there's people of color. Is there like code switching? Is that what you mean? Beyond code switching. Just people not from here. And not just people not from here. But people Wait, people that care about gentrification... That are not from New York? Of course. There's mm. a whole heap of people who are just learning their role, and that's including, you know, people who are well-off, people who are from different social classes, different races. Like, they're understanding how they're feeding into the problem. Um, but even people of color who are not from New York, like, they're, they want to make a change. It's just they come from a different world. Just because you're a person of color doesn't mean that you connect with me. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think makes... Cafe Fuerte and why you, when you asked me to do it why it was like hell yeah I'm gonna do it it's like you're like me you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like you get where I come from you get 
the language. Like, I don't even have to break it down, but you just get it. Yeah. And being in those spaces, I realized that not enough people are like us in those spaces. So, like, for you to make, for you to be part of a fight where you don't even exactly represent the community, like, truly, not just by skin color, that's hella problematic because there's no way for you to mobilize people if they don't even fucking see themselves in you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah. I'm coming to a place where I'm owning that first so that I can have the confidence to mobilize people into wanting, you know, to for them to see their self-worth. I have to see my self-worth first. So this whole process, this whole year has been a growing experience. Something that just came to mind because you work in a very different environment from me. You work in more of like a corporate office type Hell setting. Nah. Well, it's I nowhere mean, near like corporate. Well, office, more office setting. Um, Even the then, it's still very not traditional, not like a usual thing. It's very like work-life balance is important. If you need a personal day, mental health day, like. But I do see what you mean. Oh, no, the like, culture. I'm asking mm -hmm. more about. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm glad that you work in a place that like the work culture is healthy. What does code switching look like or do you code switch? Um, I catch myself. If there's if there's. There's a lot of white people. Like if it comes, Megan, it happens if naturally. Megan comes into work and she wants to know what you did on Sunday, you're like, my bitch, I got my nails done. You know, I mean, oh, you're looking cute. You were like, Megan, I went to the nail salon. Um, <laughs> they didn't have the color that I was looking you for. Like so, uh, yeah, to a certain degree, I think there is some code switching or at least like some some finessing. It's more like finessing. I wouldn't say I have to do. So that's like the difference between like when we say like corporate environments versus like social justice it's supposed to be quote unquote more inclusive so i've actually i've actively been trying to like check myself when i am code switching to be like let's bring the tone down just a little more normal you know what i'm saying we don't have to go up there um you don't have to always you always see all your eyes you have to like it gets higher it gets weird. weirder like i have to check <laughs> myself and what i really like is that my colleagues don't code switch too just because i'm around so that was the difference between oh like that's other, my problem though. no they don't they don't try to be like all right you know what i'm saying they don't do none of that, that shit. like that actually makes me it gives me anxiety because i yeah, have people of course i have people people of color and white people that code switch when they talk to me and i'm just like well I mean, I don't know who you think I am, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm not Juanita. Yeah, I'm not Juanita. I didn't just get off the boat yesterday. Like, you can talk to me in your normal tone. Right. But they come up to me and they're like, what did you do this weekend? Did you have fun? And like, nah, that should have like, got me so Like, tight. bopping their imaginary hoops and you're just like, what the, f are you all right? Like, I don't even Hell talk like that. no. Hell no. I think the most I've gotten is like, oh, you're such a colorful personality. It's like, I'll take that. I know what the fuck you mean, <laughs> but I will take that shit. Thank you very much for not offending me. But colorful nah, I go out of my way to be to be that, to be to be myself. It's so hard to like. Yeah, I just feel like you. You, I'm tired of turning the shit off. Like, I don't need to turn nothing off when I turn the TV the fuck on or see any social media thing. And you see girls running around looking like us. Right. But we've yeah. been trying to avoid. So. Right. I think um, the past year has definitely be, been, you know, about me owning, you know, my story, being more, being, especially being a Virgo, being more like fucking vulnerable with right. my experiences and connecting my upbringing to the work that I do and having a full, is it 360? Oh, what the fuck is it? You know, 180? 180 is when you turn halfway around, not all I the hope way you around. see that I was not very good at math. I was in honors. I don't know how the fuck I was good at math. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, like, shit like that, where it's, like, I don't want to have to be anybody but me, but first I got to be proud of me. Right, yeah. To, And then to be mobilizing in places like Bushwick, places like the Bronx, like, the fuck? I can't talk like that. I got, my colleagues going to look at me crazy if I talk hood to a hood person. 
if I have to, if that's what I have to do to mobilize well, them. You know what I'm saying? So see, but like, okay, here's my thing. I think that for certain people, I love what you said about like owning your story and owning who you are, because mm-hmm. in that sense, it's like, I'm not Juanita that just got off the boat yesterday. So I'm not going to talk to you like this. My, my tongue doesn't move like that all the time. Right. Dead ass. But at the same time, I'm not going to talk to you like this and be like, hey, Amy, how's your day? How's your weekend? I'm not from the valley. I'm not going to sound like I'm from the valley. So, like, there is, like, this kind of medium tone to me that, like, obviously I am bilingual, so it comes across in my English. Um, Yo, you know what's so scary? We're losing our accent. Mm, Don't say that. No, 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 no. Because then you're going to make me want to turn on Juanita, and I'm going to be really scared. If you really listen, if we had home videos of us, junior high school, high school, even 10 years ago, we don't sound like that. And that has nothing to do with age. That has everything to do with our environment. Like, wow. what is a New York accent? I get scared of that with food. Like, when yeah. people consider, and again, I've had this argument with so many people about how Puerto Rican food isn't healthy. Girl, you better drink. Caribbean food isn't healthy. But for me, it is. Mm. Our foods are actually extremely healing. Malanga, um, duca, dautilla, all those things are very healing. They have B12 yeah. in it. They have, you know, their root vegetables. They're full of nutrients. Um, it's about how we prepare them. So, like, yeah, I don't want to ever get to a place where health is asparagus and salmon because that's what, you know, the American Heart Association There's says no it should be. There's no gusto in that shit. There's no There's no culture. There's no culture in that either. There's no comfort And I am in so proud of my that. culture. I am so proud of my culture. So I get scared of the idea that we will lose our culture, our platanos and our juca for but asparagus. But we are. That's the reality of it. Kale. Not okay. See, yes, we are. We are in a in in a way where it's not accessible. And I remember I went to a wedding one Saturday, and my boo, shout out to my honey if he's listening. <laughs> I was speaking to his uncle who grew up in LES, mm-hmm. and watching this man, like hearing him reminisce, was one thing. Another thing for him to like shed light on the fact that. Our culture is non-existent in this city. You cannot go up the block and buy a patelito anywhere. First of all, I didn't even know you could buy patelitos back in the day anywhere. That, to me, was a very, you know, uh, but I family think that that's our holiday. Responsibility. I think no, it's our responsibility I, as yes this no. generation to, yes like, and no. do that. That's like, there's not that many bodegas. There's a... There's a Habibi spot. There's a deli, but there ain't there's that many bodegas. I mean, again, it's it, it's depending on the neighborhood, right? So it's like right. But what I'm saying is, is that was part of like you you might find like art like relics of it. Like there might be one or two that survived and maybe are still struggling right now. But it's not it's not every single block. It's not everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like f- our food is not accessible like that. Like what we have, we have more crown fried than we have everything, anything else. Like that's our new. Like right. accessible, cheap food. So I get what you're saying by like we're losing that and it's kind of fading. But I, I guess I'm looking at it from the other side of the glass, whereas mm-hmm. like it's half full. So like I feel that we still have the opportunity as this generation, yeah. being the age that we are, with the energy that we do have, to mm-hmm. be able to say actually, you know, now that we do know that coconut oil is better to cook with than vegetable oil mm-hmm. or those things, we could cook our platanos in those things, and they can be just as helpful and just as healthy like i've been in a relationship with somebody that was overweight and mm-hmm. we ate all caribbean food because that's what was second nature to me that's what i grew up cooking in my house so that's mm-hmm. what i knew how to make and that person lost 75 pounds so i was able to do that for somebody mm-hmm. that wasn't eating well 
uh, and you know get them to a certain place so and that was all through eating our food our culture our caribbean upbringing like again i say our because you're dominican i'm puerto rican but you know latino food whatever you want to call it um mm. i think it's just how you prepare it you know and i think it's in us it's, it's very important to us to like we would do with our kids educate them you know educate the next 100%. generation educate even the people around us sometimes i'm educating people older than me explaining to them why you know coconut oil breaks down sugar in your body easier and you can lose weight faster that way so it's like you know right. being able to have those conversations but um yeah that's definitely i i the losing our accent thing you're probably right because i do get scared of that right. and like i'm say trying door. to say be door. more say door door what you said the r i said it too before we used to say door uh, yeah, but that's Sometimes. more of a New York thing. I think that's more of a New York accent. But that's exactly what I've been talking about. It's oh, like I thought you were talking New about like our accent. Spanish accents. No, no, our New York accents. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, at the same time, you're right. You're Say right. coffee. I mean, I mean, coffee. coffee. Come on. I, I'm never going to Yeah, but then that. you get around Susan and it's like, coffee. Can I have a cup of coffee? <laughs> so no, chill, 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 chill. no, that's me. I can't do that's that. That's me. I can't do that. It but, happens. But it I, just, I, do, I do get like this year. So this year I've been moving in a different way in a different direction mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. styling in more of a music setting to more film and tv which is a lot more corporate mm-hmm. and when you're in these environments depending on what set you're on and who you're dealing with but mostly you know in los angeles they want you to talk a certain way so like it was very difficult for me when i got there mm-hmm. for them to be like well she talks like she doesn't respect us hold up wait Yikes. it's not that i don't respect you guys <laughs> you know when i talk what i'm just like hey mean? like you know they maybe they may think that my accent like comes off aggressive i don't know what it is but it's like i don't think that my accent needs to change for that I, maybe my tone but not my accent because Nicole, my accent hold is up, what hold it up, is hold up where is your glass of wine i'm not gonna Girl, be buzzed on this episode by myself all right all right all right all right, all right i'm about to get you some more you can keep going um but as far as as far as that goes as far as our culture goes um I do get concerned about the way that I speak and code switching because that's always that's so awkward. Like when you're somewhere and and you're like, do I have to talk white? That was that was my biggest struggle at the beginning of the year. Like, do I need to talk white or should I be speaking more, you know, like myself or what I know myself to be? So that's that was that was my biggest struggle this year is transitioning from a different, you know, work background, which in music, nobody gives a fuck how you talk, you talk how you talk. And I got to talk like me. You know, so working in that film and TV world, it was definitely a challenge. Definitely had me thinking about the way I should be speaking. That's interesting you say that, because I think aside from me owning my story and my experiences, I would definitely say that my other growth spur is definitely letting go of unnecessary fucking baggage. And by that, I mean romantic baggage. So I think I've grown up so much in the past year um it is like day and night um as far as like dating goes so we went off on a tangent because she and i have not done this in a while but uh the point of today aside from catching everybody up on what we've been doing um which we we don't really do as much um we wanted to highlight our 10 dating rules so i know it's a weird way to interject um or to introduce it but that's really the purpose of today's episode um so just bear with us because y'all know y'all like hearing us talk anyway so we're gonna jump around like the true new york adds that we have so um just enjoy the ride um but yeah so you were saying about which part 
about the accents and shit. No, I'm over that. That was just that was my that, <laughs> that was, was the my, Gemini in you. That was like, my Gemini. <laughs> that was my Gemini. Like, why does things have to be like this? Why can't I just be myself? But nah, overall talk. conclusion of that is like, I want to stop code switching. Mm-hmm. Hashtag stop code switching. Signs all over New York. Stop code switching. Really if you true. are who you are, you what you're from where you're from. For the sake of our culture, for the sake of who we are. Yep. It, there's nothing wrong. Stop blending with, in. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with evolving, but there is everything wrong with kind of betraying yourself so that you could be accepted by somebody else stop fucking doing that because i struggle with that shit yeah no 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 i do too and i think a lot of people do little intro to this episode um amy was on my line earlier this year (laughs) like girl we need to bring back cafe fuerte people are asking me we gotta bring it back we gotta bring it back and she was so right because i would get dms at least once a week like what are you guys doing you guys ever gonna come back or so now we're back and I had this conversation with Amy when I was let me let me just preface this conversation with saying that Amy is my sister in such Aww. a very beautiful and blessed way that I could be going through something and text her and be like, girl, uh. like and she could be on me for weeks about coffee with the coffee with the coffee with. And I'm like, yeah, 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 we're going to get to it. I'm, I'm like in this new career trying to figure out how to navigate mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But let me go through some shit. And then we'll be on Amy's line for like a half hour, <laughs> 45 minutes. Like, girl, first of all, why are niggas like this? Or like, is this normal? Is this not normal? Because that's what we started Cafe Fuerte for, is to not be by ourselves and to see, like, is this normal? Is this not normal? Is this okay? 100%. So, um, you know, I had this conversation with Amy one Sunday. I'll never forget when I was in L.A. And I was just kind of like, I'm fed up with this. I'm fed up with that. And I'm never going to accept this. I'm not going to accept that. And at the end of it, I was like, that's what our first episode needs to be when we come back. It needs to be about the 10 dating rules. It needs to be about what we're going to accept and not accept because we've learned so much over the last couple years. And last season and interviewing different beautiful women that were open and honest with us yeah. about um their stories and what they've learned so and a few fellas too and you guys fellas, you know. shout out to the fellas that we had on here chris adrian yes jose jose yes, who have oh been doing yeah. such big things too it's so crazy though how much a year can change because they've been doing some incredible work we're just um, blessed to be in yeah. this community honestly for sure. like new york for sure community of kids that are just not kids grown-ass people sorry guys for calling i mean me i kids, identify as a grown-ass teenager i'm a so. i'm a grown-ass i'm a gemini so i'm gonna be a kid for the rest of my life yeah. but mm-hmm. i'm a grown-ass kid so don't don't ever get it fucked up i'm still an adult but um definitely so shout out to those people but these are our 10 da- well my 10 dating rooms i did 10 amy did 10 I wrote down mine because <laughs> I am so committed to not making these motherfucking mistakes no more because I be fucking up out here. It's and fine, girl. I, hate, I know I'm a fuck up. It's I fine. hate running into the same mistakes more than once. If I learn something the first time, I want to really be able to be like, all right, cool, I got that. I'm not going to do that no more. So rule number one for me is listen to yourself. Mm. For me, when I know I like a guy, he excites me. And I've been playing myself mm-hmm. over the last year because mm-hmm. I'll like a guy mm-hmm. and I won't really like him as much as I really think that I like him. I just convince myself that I like him. Does that make sense? I think that's so common. <laughs> I, I convince myself that he's... That, especially if he's good on paper. Like, yeah, if he, especially if he's good on paper because you deal with guys that do excite you that ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, he wasn't shit, so maybe I'm off. 
And it's like, no, this boring ass nigga that looks good on paper is still boring in real life, girl. Yep. Don't fucking play yourself. So definitely listen to yourself. We definitely hype stuff up in general. More yes. than good and bad shit. And love for me personally, like, it isn't always tall, dark, and handsome. Like, you think, all right, well, he looks good on paper because he's tall, dark, and handsome, even though he's boring or he's not as exciting. Look, if you are blessed in the way that you get somebody that's exciting and tall, dark, and handsome, girl, go right now, get on your <laughs> knees, say a prayer, and be just so grateful that God really, really blessed you in that way. But if you don't have that, um, don't look at the guy that's not as attractive or not as sexy. Mm -hmm. But if he excites you to talk to him and if you know in the morning you want to wake up and text him about an idea or, you know, he's somebody who you could hang out with and do stuff with, by all means, by yeah. all means, like, don't put that guy off because he isn't what you thought, you know, love should look like. Um, you know, that's that's my thing. It's just making sure that somebody excites you and that I can share ideas with them or that they feel like they're my best friend. Um and not to force anything. Like if you could, if 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 the vibe is right and it's there, don't don't Definitely. fuck it up by trying to just put him in the friend zone when you know he's really a good person and you could fuck with him and have him be your best friend. So. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Consistency is key. That's my number two. Aww. When a man is consistent, um, be grateful for that, too, because sometimes you have a great day with a guy, a great night with a guy, and then you don't hear from them. He's a fuck boy. So let's get that out the way. Let me make your life easier. I feel like 2017 was about fuck boys. Sis, I think we're over that. Sis, he's a fuck boy. Don't don't waste your time. I promise you. He is not on shit. He is not going to be better for the next woman. He is still not going to be shit later on. So but shout out to all the guys who are shit. But shout out to the consistent shit. ones. Shout out to the ones That's that right. excite you. Like now, like, okay, we're past the excitement part. You excite me. Now, are you consistent? Can I text you in the morning? Are you going to text back? Am I going to see you this weekend? And it's not about like, oh, why do you, you know, why do you want all that attention or Look, you know what you do and do not want. Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. you want somebody that's going to be around, that's going to, you know, be present, you know that that's, what's, that's for you. That If somebody, if you meet somebody that you really like that doesn't like that, that doesn't want to be in that type of situation, sis, move on. Because you know you got different right. needs from that person. But if this person excites you enough and you excite them enough for them to want to know what you're doing this weekend, for them to want to spend that time with you, that's key. So consistency is 100% key for me. If the guy disappears and comes back several months later and says to you, you were the most important thing to me, girl. All right. So let me tell you, um, I've been there. You are not by yourself. I think I think that's safe to say that all women have been there. And you that guy is not shit. And you need to run as fast as you possibly can. We've all in had an orderly boy fashion. or plural fuck boys in our life. And it doesn't make us dumb. It just is part of the process. Definitely. But if a guy comes back into your life after months and says you were the most important thing to them and continues to disappear and come back, get the fuck out of my face. Mm -hmm. And if you come back around, I'm calling the cops because clearly you are out of your mind. And I don't got time to be dealing with crazy people. That's right. So consistency is key. Keep that same energy. If you're not going to be around, don't be around. If you're going to be around, be around. Um, be clear on the kind of partnership you want is my third. Whew. So <laughs> I had to come to terms 
I, I'm not good with this whole face. It's not for me. I'm not the, I'm not the whole face type. Like I'm, I'm more of a one, I'm a one dick kind of woman. I, that's when I'm with one person, that's going to be my every Saturday or my every other Saturday or my once a Saturday. But I'm usually only having sex with one person at a time. I personally can't juggle that much attention, information, all of that. Like, I just don't got time to keep up with that. If I really want to be with this person. Is it weird that I can't have a whole phase? What the fuck is a whole phase? What does this mean? Like, does it mean that you're juggling more than one person at a time? Like, physically, are you just talking to mad guys at once? Like, what is... what Having is, sex with multiple men at a time. Not, I mean, like, at the same time. Is it but necessary? Like, Do you have to have that? I don't think that that's... I think that's fucking counterproductive. Have you ever sometimes. had a whole phase? <sighs> this is what I'm trying to ask for the definition of it. <laughs> I No, personally, I don't think... I don't think I would call that a whole phase. I think that was a phase. I think that was... You know, when you're younger and you're trying to get over certain things, just like anyone, you try to do things to distract yourself. So whether it's, you know, hanging out with more than one person at a time, whether it's texting more than one, like it can take a lot of different ways. But as far as like sleeping with them in in a sense of like categorizing it like as a whole phase, hell no, because whatever I've done has been intentional. I've dated two people at the same time. That was hella intentional. You know what I'm saying? That's something I wanted to do for me. You know, I think, um, so, I mean, it wasn't like I said out, like, oh, I'm going to date, you know, more than one person at a time because I read it somewhere. It was more like, it was it was a mixture of curiosity. And, I mean, I'll spare the whole process or, or how I got to that point, but I definitely think that it was very conditioned. I think I was in a complicated situation where that person lived their lifestyle that way. And um, it could have been a form of, like, you know coping it could have been a coping mechanism it could have been a lot of different things uh as to why i did it but i know that I, it was my choice to do that and i was honest about that um i think i feel like in our 20s, a whole phase is like i i just i have a problem with these oppressive ass fucking terms like see but wait what but the I think hell is a goddamn I, whole phase no, like but what i'm saying is it's like all right in our 20s it's encouraged that we do have a whole face. I'm in my 20s. I mean, come on. We've seen everybody we've seen always says insecure. you got to have hat. No, but it's not even before insecure, though. Right. So we're talking about women that have been married that will they'll get married young and they'll start, you know, wondering about things when they get older. Like, man, I never had my whole face. I never went out and like had a bunch of sex with different men. Yeah, but that's what I, what I'm saying is what's problematic is that term. It's not it, what you're saying is, is I haven't experienced enough. But to own the whole term is negative. You understand what I'm trying to get at? Right. Right. Yeah. No. So it's like the whole like what? Because when you say I have a whole phase, it's like, damn, I did something that I wouldn't normally do because I went through a breakup or right. because I was trying to get over something versus like I'm doing this because I want to experience this. I want to experience different people. I, listen, you can ask a married woman. You're single until you're married. It doesn't matter if you're with your man. You know how many women have told me that? You are single until you are married. Don't matter if Ooh. you have been together for 10 years. And this is my ex's Look, I'm mother. I'm a little bit different. I'm my a little ex's bit. mother and his sisters when and I'm, all them people who are married. When I'm in a relationship, like, Bitch, I am you are loyal. Single. When I'm in a relationship. Understood. But that's a difference between our generation and their generation. The married generation. My whole point is like. What the fuck is a whole phase? Like, I know technically. Obviously, I know what the fuck is a whole. I know what that means. But it's like, 
how is that prop that, that just that term is problematic for me it's just I, I hear you it was it was it was a term it's just a description of what other people would understand it as to be a whole face me personally when i'm in a relationship i'm loyal i'm committed the one time that i have mm-hmm. been deceitful i was telling this to some girls a couple months ago like mm-hmm. if you're gonna fuck around mm-hmm. on a man when you're in a relationship because he may have hurt you or whatever you better be a motherfucking cold ass killer, bitch. You better be committed <laughs> to being that person because once you do that, once you break that veil, for for anybody, for for good woman, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. I don't like good and bad, but for women that that ride for their man, for a lot of women in New York, we have like this kind of um, stereotype on us that we're like ride or dies, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. That that idea ultimately can i'm gonna say something hella problematic but but that idea that idea of being like that type of woman if you're really that type of woman genuinely from the bottom of your heart and you're not just making this up like oh i'm loyal i'm loyal but if you're this person don't fuck around and do something on somebody that because you haven't experienced enough or because Mm -hmm. they hurt you in a certain way that will don't do with that will really hurt your relationship malice Right. Do it. Do it. Get out of that relationship. Do what you got to do. But don't don't do that. My my aunt told me that a while ago. Like mm-hmm. I I was I must have been funny story. Story time really fast. I must I story was 17 time. years old. I was 17 years old. I went to go visit my grand my aunt and my grandmother in Orlando. And there was a, a guy that was on my grandmother's birthday party that I was like, oh, who's that? And I had a boyfriend and everything. I was like super committed in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, who's that? And my aunt was like, oh, that's so-and-so's son. You want to meet him? And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to meet him. She set up, she's at work. (laughs) She sets up a date. And when I get back, like, from the pool, from, like, hanging out with with my cousins, she was like, oh, you know, you have a date with so-and-so. You should, whatever. Mm -hmm. You should go get ready. And I was like, oh, my, you you set up a date for me? And, like, she didn't know anything about me having a boyfriend. I got in the car. We were on our way over there, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, drove us out to Daytona or whatever. When I got back from the date, I was so like, ah, like that was so like, oh my god, my aunt got so mad at me because she was like, she Nicole, you have nice. a boyfriend. <laughs> Mind you, my family only calls me Nicole when I'm in trouble. Hence, I don't like when people call me Nicole. Hey, she said, you know, sometimes I slip up and call you Nicole. I don't, it's I do not like love. that. It's when I'm in trouble. So Yo, she, I hear you, but she it's said really to me, Nicole, you have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, but you know, I'm not really. I don't want to hear it. You don't do that to somebody. Oh. And that stood with me for so long that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, like, I have to be loyal. So I'm a very loyal person. That being said, I've also been fucked around on and I've also been hurt in, in a way that has made me want to get back at somebody for the pain that they've caused me. Yeah. And I will tell you from experience, you better be a cold, hard motherfucking killer. Because once you do that shit, once you cross that line, there is no coming back. There is none. So for that reason, look. Whole phase, not whole phase, whatever it is you got to do, you know, just just know. Go out and experience it for yourself. So when you settle down, you actually settle. A hundred percent that I will say. So I had to learn through trial and error because I, I went through my trial and error to figure out if if I could go through this. Because that's something else that being in my 20s, a lot of people said you have to experience, you know, your whole phase. You have to date multiple guys. You have to whatever. I did it. I did it last summer. It was fun. But it was exhausting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it is mad exhausting. It was oh my God. so exhausting. And it takes so much energy. For me, I, I'm like a decision. I'm like, I'm very indecisive. But once I make my decision, I'm super decisive. And me going on dates with these three different guys, I had to choose one and I, and I chose one and I was like, Oh, this is great. I, I found that's one. That's the point of dating. Yeah. But then, but then <laughs> the, one somebody, chose, the one that we I chose, the one that I chose was somebody shit, and so. he's kind of cute. His smile is nice and whatever. We text him back and forth and that's your man. Like you need to date girl. You need to date to even find out if you really truly like them so that when you're committed to each other, you know how to handle certain things. Amy you know keeps how to pouring me them. wine, so I know you keep drinking it fast. Jesus, That's I, why I drink laugh. so fast. I need to chill. I'm gonna take one sip of this. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm you gonna take one sip. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't be an angel. Boo. Uh, all right. Wiggity wine. So number five. Oh no, we're on number four. Mm-hmm. Number four is nice for what? This I came up with. You've been talking about nice for what? I've That's been, part this of is. I want to name this the episode because <laughs> that's how committed I am to nice for what I am a very nice girl. I come from a very classic Latino household of being the first girl of being a lady of being all those things. Mm-hmm. I rebelled against those things when I got into like my high school years. So when people are like, Oh, Nikki's rough. She's tough. Mm-hmm. She's this, she's that. I'm not really that way on the inside. Anybody that knows me knows I'm actually mad soft. I'm, mad soft but that's most gemini's people like but on the outside yeah. people are like oh she's an asshole she's, a, she's i'm actually like not like i'm like the complete no, you're one of the sweetest people ever I'm my not, sister low but it's mad sweet but she's an asshole but when it's, it's when you get me to a place that i want to be courteous and i want to be comfortable with you if, if i feel like i need to put up that defense against you mm-hmm. you're gonna get that asshole right. gemini nikki if i don't feel like i need to be that way you're gonna get like the love loving caring nikki Anyways, regardless of which, nice for what? I came up with this because when I was talking to Amy about this, this Sunday conversation that I told you guys about earlier, I was telling Amy I was so mad because there was a situation where somebody had come back into my life after a certain amount of time Mm. and, you know, claimed a bunch of stuff about me that, you know, they didn't claim a couple months ago. They claimed how important I was to them and all this stuff. But where was all that niceness when I was being nice to you? Mm. So now I'm just on some like nice for what? What I got to be nice to you for? I'm tired of being nice. Actually, you don't deserve for me to be nice. So all my nice girls that came up in nice households that are, you know, younger sisters that are daughters that feel like they need to be nice because that's how they were raised. Yes, be nice. But to a certain extent, when somebody is not treating you well, when somebody disappears in and out of your life, Mm-hmm. Nice for what? You don't got to be nice for shit. You don't got to be nice for nobody. You understand that? Nice for what? No. I'm not being nice. Now you lost nice, Nikki. So um, definitely stop giving these niggas chances when they show you who they are. You know, if somebody has shown you true love and is really about that, mm-hmm. then for sure, yeah, you could you could offer a certain level of niceness. But if that person, yeah. if you really take that time to reflect and realize that that person hasn't shown you true love, girl... Nice for what? When somebody's like, oh, Nick, what, what happened to nice Nikki? I miss nice Nikki. I miss nice Amy. Nice for what? Nice for who? Mm-hmm. You you have not shown me anything for me to be nice to. So mm-hmm. don't come back in a couple months trying to act like <laughs> we cool, That's nigga. Inevitable. We not cool. Number five. This is, so we're, we're done with the fuck boy part. We're done with that part. Like, <laughs> That that that's that's when you date a fuckboy. Now we're rerouting into when you're dating an actual nice guy who has a human being who has excited you, who has you know right someone who's been consistent. Um, keep it cool. For me personally, 
I always wait for a guy to kiss me first. I'll never make that first move as a female because I feel like when you make that first move, first of all, I look at it like this. I'm very old school right. in the way that, look, if I'm if I'm dating somebody, it's because I'm potentially going to carry their child. We're, I, we're yep, potentially yep. going to have a family together. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save that energy, that that energy that you would chasing me to show me how much you care about me to carry your child one day. So I need all, I'm going to keep all that energy. I'm going to just wait. I'm not going to kiss you first. I'm not going to go after you. I'm not meeting up with you. No, come look for me. Do those things for me so that I know it's real. So then that way, when it is that time, I could be like, okay, no, this person really does care about me. I could extend myself in that way. Um, So... I believe in keeping it cool when you're dating a guy and hold back until he shows you that he's worth it. And, um, you know, for my classic example of this is like the very first kiss. Right. So some women are so excited that they meet a guy that's so interesting. That's so this, that and the third that they check off all their their checks, you know, on the checklist. Yeah. That they're like, oh, my God, I just can't wait to kiss him. I can't wait to show any type of affection. Not me. Like, I'll wait. I literally have, when I, even with guys that I do like, that I'm excited for them to kiss me, I've actually, like, pulled back for a second to be like, do you do you mean what you're about to do? And if they actually go the full way and, and like, after I pull back, kiss me, I'm like, okay, you're actually about that life. You're not just, like, you know, trying to just fuck around just for the sake of fucking around. So that's my little measure. It could be inaccurate, but it's just been the way that I've been since I was 12 years old. Like, I'll never kiss right. a guy first. So really, never. Girl, bye. You kiss the guy first. What? Are you kidding me? Oh Jesus Christ! That's part of my throw. So I am aggressive in many ways, and I think, <laughs> and I think there's nothing cuter than a timid or you know a fake timid type of personality. Like I love introverts. No, not for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love extroverts too. Like I've I've dated Leos. They drive me fucking crazy. But you know, it's exciting. Um, I never dated so a I love I love to be pursued, but there's definitely it's hella intriguing to fucking um, to like I dated a lot of Virgos. Virgos are aggressive. Why are you so aggressive? I don't see that the thing is like it's a it's a it's a recipe. Like you have to have just the right amount. Because if you're too aggressive, then I'm like turned off. But if you're not aggressive enough, I put you in the friend zone very quickly. So it's a weird it's a weird like scale to balance. But for me, hell yeah, I've done I've made the first move. The problem with that, though, is that then the power dynamic is different. If I make the first move or if I become the aggressor, um, then it's very difficult for me to submit at some point. I don't believe in that. Like, I like mm. to. I'm, I'm, it's a game See, but, almost. But the first kiss to me is like setting the tone for the relationship. I know that sounds like so crazy because you're putting so much into one moment. Nah, but like, not at all. I think it's totally I think it, it, it gives you the role. Like, for me personally... Because in real life, I have to be so strong that I don't want to be the aggressor in my relationship. I want the per- I want the man that I'm with to be like, come here. Like sometimes not, you know, not in a, an abusive way, but I do want you to like kind of grab me up a little bit and like calm we me down like to be roughed up. Men and not, women. N- no, don't don't rough me up too much because I, I will fight back. I do fight back that I, will, <laughs> I, I do fight back. But yeah. I definitely don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I no, I mean to each his own. I mean it's a, it's a nice balance of shit. Like I, I will say that once you do p- pass all that, all the kissing, my number six is that it is completely, ladies, it is completely normal to be nervous. I am 
like when I like a guy and because I'm such a thinker, I'm such a Gemini, I think overthink shit. I will have to check off all my checks on my list to know why I'm even in the same room with you or if I even want to spend cuz I think a lot about of work. I know, but you That's know what it is? You know work. what it is? I'm such a That's fucking expectations. Too. I'm such a fucking Gemini. I don't even know if this is a Gemini thing. I'm such a I'm just me to the point where like I'm afraid of wasting my time with anybody. Even mm-hmm. just like wasting my time in moments. Like if I'm somewhere and I'm just stagnant for too long, I just be like, look, I could be doing something else right now. I don't know when when my time is. I don't know when I'm going to die. And I don't have that time to spend, you know, fucking around with you not doing shit. I need Mm -hmm. to go do something with my life. Mm -hmm. So if I've decided to make that choice to spend time with you and I don't think that you're wasting my time, Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to be nervous because already in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, he checks off this check, this check, this check. You know, he has a job. He's over a certain age he's mm-hmm. funny he excites me because again i don't like to waste my time if you're not excited me i'm not here for it so mm-hmm. a guy can be you can be nervous but a little swig of the wine you could be nervous cafe fuerte my ass today no cafe here baby you could be nervous <laughs> but definitely make sure that the guy is um, accepting of certain things yeah, 100%. because the way you've built them up in your head, they should actually kind of eliminate or ease some of that nervousness and make you feel like they're a normal person. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be so like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Cause he's this, he's that he has a good job. He's smart. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's, you know, he excites me to be around me. He, he makes me feel like I could do better. All those things, you know, but if he's not, on a human level if he's out here like trying to act like you know th- like these clout niggas no you're you're dub. you're not for me mm-hmm. that being said an example of that just to explain um i was on a date slash overnight stay with a Ew. guy that I was, that i was talking to a couple weeks ago and <laughs> Look at you opening up. Hold I'm up. so here for this. So you don't ever share this much. I'm so, so excited for you. We get well. You you brought over wine, so now I'm open. But I'm doing this shit more often. So this guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we go out to this bar. Whatever. I drink like four drinks. I'm I'm the type of person what? that. Yes. On the first date? No, 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 no. I've, I've gone out with him before. Okay. But we, he meets me up at this bar, and I was really excited to try, like, a couple of drinks at this place. I'm that type of person that, like, when I go somewhere, I want to look at the classic the cocktails. Drink? No, I want to look at the classic cocktails because it's like there's recipes to these things, and if they're really right. good, whatever. So they had all these really cool recipes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was telling you about the the one in the Hibaro can thing. Yeah. They had, like, a Morisoniano type of thing with What's rum. What's the name of the spot? Oh, my God, it was so good. Um, It is called... I don't remember right now, but it's in Dykeman. Anyways, so we have four drinks. We get back to his spot. Um, he's drinking. I was like, yo, I already had enough at the bar. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to drink anymore. Mm-hmm. I was playing it cool. I'm on his couch. I'm not kissing him first. I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, we go into the room. He's super aggressive. <laughs> I'm Where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> he's super aggressive. I'm, I'm excited. He's super aggressive. And I'm like, ooh, like I'm super, I'm ready to go. Lord. Needless to say. Wait, he, oh my god, I know what he, this is. Oh goodness. He 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 goes in there and we start having sex. Girl. As we're having sex, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm cramping. Like some <gasps> like hold on, wait, wait. 
I just need you to hold on. Wait, uh, mind you, I like this guy, oh my so God. I'm 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 low key nervous. Right, girl, he pulls out, and there's a blood. Fucking massacre! No, <laughs> no. Oh my God! Fuck it, So I was so fucking nervous. I was like, oh. nervous. I'd have been mortified. Bitch, I w- I wanted to leave. Like at that moment, I wanted to just leave. <laughs> but he was like, yo, chill out. And I'm like, you're not mad? He was like, my, oh, to make it worse, he has white fucking sheets. <laughs> oh, my God. God, what were you doing to me? He oh has white goodness. fucking sheets. Girl, I was like, you're not mad? He's like, no, it's okay. I'll just take you to the dry cleaner. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. I went to sleep. I was too drunk to go home. Went to sleep. Turned my, like, turned my head to the window. I, I didn't want to look at him. I didn't want to. When I woke up in the morning, I thought I was just going to get up and run. And he, like, you know, kept me there with good conversation. And he was just so super nice and understanding. And what made it even worse is that, like, when I woke up and actually saw the dried blood, I was like, oh, my God. Cleaner's my ass. He was going to have to throw that shit out. Yo, I'm like, yo, like, this is going to stain. This is not going to be okay. Of course, it's blood on white. And he... He checked off all my boxes. Like he right. he has a good job. He's smart. He's funny. Like he's Caribbean like I am. Like all those things. I was just like, he's never and gonna talk to me up. again. Like yeah. this is the end of it. And then after that, like I saw him a couple days ago and I was like, Did the blood ever come off? He was like, Yeah, I just sent it to the cleaners. I was like, Did has this happened to you before? He was like, Yeah. I was like, Yeah. What? So why would you ask but a question I, like that? I'm annoying. I'm, I need to know I was like, Yeah. He was like, Yeah, but not on my white sheets. I was like, Oh Ooh, my god. No. So definitely, as much as you build up a guy in your mind, he could still be, you know, a really good guy. Um, now that we're at the good guy phase, what? allow somebody to love you. The other day I was at work, this woman was telling me, like, she's been married for years. And she said, I asked her, like, how how, does, how has she been married for so long? She was like, I had to learn how to let him love me. And as women, I think that we struggle with, with allowing for somebody to love us. Even in the dating process, like, we kind of always have a side eye. Like, when are you going to fuck up? Or when are you going to be the, this ancient type of person? So, yeah. that being said, allow somebody to love you. That's my number seven. Number eight is... Notice when you're not loving yourself. So this is already when you're in a relationship. Sometimes you can get so caught up in that relationship. And Amy was so, Amy and I were talking about this before we started. Is that we can get so caught up in a relationship that we forget about ourselves in relationship. So notice when you're not loving yourself. Notice when you know, you're know you not feeling yourself or whatever. And you're giving so much of your energy to make sure that that other person is good. Mm-hmm. That you're not taking that time to take care of yourself. So definitely... Um, Love yourself because it's gonna you're gonna end up presenting that person. It's gonna affect your relationship. Um, number nine is use your words. Use your words in a relationship to show how much you value somebody. Yeah, I am an extremely physical person, and to show that I love the person, I may do things like you know bring certain things or just be very mindful mm-hmm. to show that I love them. But sometimes I don't always articulate. Hey, I value you. I was waking up next to somebody for three years and I never really took that time to sit next to them and tell them like, look, I really love you and I value you and I appreciate what you bring to the situation. Not just like, you know, as my partner, but as, you know, a man and as my best friend. And my 10th and final dating rule is keep God in the center of your situation. Higher power, whatever it is that you believe in. 
whatever you know higher energy that you believe in keep that at the center to keep you balanced because sometimes you know like the person people are fucking people and they're gonna fuck up and they're good you guys are gonna argue and you're gonna have difference of opinions and you're gonna disappoint each other but whatever it is like i promise you that as long as you keep yourself you know down to earth and balanced and rooted in your higher power and keep that between you guys whatever it is that you guys believe in even if it's this different gods even if he's muslim and you're christian whatever it is like just you have to have some type of balance between the both of you those are my 10 dating rules amy go lord. crazy girl lord i, don't I talk so much crazy. this is i'm done talking for the rest of no the no no it's fine i'm pretty sure whoever's listening is like you've touched so many points you know never forget why we started it you can't start oh and also and ladies remember that you're worthy of love girl yeah remember that you're worthy of love that's something yeah. that we forget is that we bring so much to the table sometimes that we forget that we're like worthy of this it's not just about good dick even though good dick is amazing good dick will have your ass tripping girl Chill out we're not even gonna go on that we, got, we, <laughs> we low key got company we good dick will do mindful. that we're gonna be a little mindful of him um damn so i'm gonna keep mine relatively short um and i what say trying that to say amy <laughs> trying to say i, I kept mine kind of long not at all not at all no I, hold space hold space <laughs> so i think um Mine is kind of geared toward like actual processes of like getting into newer relationships because I think what's important for us is like it's one thing to like say hypothetically like how we should conduct ourselves or like just this very detached version of like how things should go versus like the, the day in and day out of like the process that fucking gets you there. Um, I think those are just as important and we are very responsible about you know the outcome or or if anything chooses to move forward or not move forward um so i think my first one is definitely be patient with the process and i say that in a way of like don't judge right away like don't judge um not to say we shouldn't have standards but i think expectations can really ruin things from the very beginning like you don't have you're not holding any space for for things to kind of manifest itself how it should or like how this person should because when we go into shit we we're judging we're comparing them to, to past people or you know the judgment of others which I'll touch in I you know I'll touch on later on but I think being patient with the process is important I know that for me personally I've always rushed into things I've never um like given myself or the other person time for us to really reveal ourselves i think honeymoon phases are real <laughs> and you can get blindsided and really fuck up you know just long-term relationships that way um i think we're a very short short-lived short-termed generation where we want everything to feel good right away right now but we don't know how to like deal with shit after things have hit the fan or a couple months have gone by like we only we have roller coasters all we know is roller coasters because we want everything to feel good right away or we don't know how to deal with it i would uh, you know the other one my number two is take your time um take your time getting to know each other because you know if you really fuck with somebody long term like i need to know that this person doesn't like his reactions to me aren't personal you know what i'm saying like if the way he shows me love it might not be the way that I'm used to seeing love shit. being presented. Um, 
really take your time to get to know them and to allow yourself to get known too. Like we want to always put up this wall yep. and be too perfect and wake up a little bit before they do to make sure we don't have shit on our face. Like, Girl. you know, be yourself. Give them time to really love you for you. Because, like, beauty and all that shit and saying all the right stuff, that's all short term. Like, you know, this is why we don't get married. But that's neither here nor there. Chill out. I don't know what you talking about. I'm getting married. Who? I don't know. I'm no, getting I'm married. just saying in general. <laughs> we're not a generation. We're not a married generation. We are a, first of all, before we can even talk about fucking marriage, we're a polygamous type of free, hippie type of, like, no mm, certain people not me in ge- no but in a lot <laughs> I just of ways talking about the us. fact that i can only fuck around with one person so i don't know think really think about that it's one thing to fuck around but and this is another one of my rules like are you really cutting off are you really dedicating yourself to not just get to know this person but you're not allowing other people to kind of ruin that you know what i'm saying like when we're not getting enough from that person we're getting to know we've got other five six other people texting us on some other shit like that, see, but that was not that was something that never happened back then. Like people who've been married forty oh, years. I you know see what, what you're saying? saying. I see what you're saying. That you're more accessible. You're saying to like other accessible, people. Accessible, but also like you're you're. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're more accessible for sure. Right. right. But I also feel like you kind of do have to tune out that noise. Like I, I'll be in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and be really committed, and then, you know, yeah. I'll have to tune out certain DMs or people that's, looking that's for me or four. checking for me that I would have maybe wanted to check on me before. But now that I'm in this situation, I actually know that I really want to be with this person. For me personally, somebody asked me earlier this week, like, why do you want to get married so bad? Or what, what's, what's so good about marriage? Because they were married and they're like, don't get married. Like that shit is just a piece of paper. It's this, that, and the third. My thing is this. That's bullshit. Too. Marri- marriage. It's not me a piece personally, of paper. It's not a piece of paper. But for me personally, marriage is like, I'm making a choice to be with somebody, to have experience with somebody. Because, for example, I come from a childhood of, like, I have two parents. My father used to be a drug addict. It could have been that my dad decided to not be committed to my mom and to run the streets and to just be on drugs for the rest of his life. But my dad gets to be home and watch my my nephew, his grandson, run around and call him papa. You know how many men in the street that, that want that type of love, whether your drug is womanizing or actual narcotics like you don't get that opportunity for somebody to run up to you and call you papa and to know who you are and to have those memories like when you're marrying somebody for me personally it's more about the memories that we're gonna have so that's that's marriage for me yeah i do think that that goes hand in hand with that minimizing distracting distractions um i agree i think you know when we talk about commitment i'm not saying that we need to shut off the world I'm saying what that you we think? Back in the day, that nigga in apartment 2E wasn't checking for, for mean, the woman in, in apartment 4A. He was probably still like, don't let that nigga fuck up. Cause like, you know I'm about I mean, to be in that I mean, there's always been jokes about like, you know, oh, the milkman is your, is your father type shit. I mean, that's never, whatever, whatever. Like, that's not what I mean. I think social Thousands media. Thousands now because of Yeah, Instagram. social media, I think. Damn, my earring just hit the fucking mic. Um, social media. Uh, all these dating apps makes it very, very, very easy to um, build a different type or or is enticing to like be a different type of cheating. Right. We talked about this in our first um, like season one, episode one with Kim, where it's like, you know, there's there's different types of cheating. There's emotional cheating. You know, you, you can fall in love with someone without having sex with them. Like 
I think emotional cheating is the worst. I think I think physical cheating is bad, but like if you emotionally like it, men are men, whatever you want to stick your dick somewhere, like I'm not gonna be with it. I'm obviously gonna be tight, but like that emotional that you have with somebody, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get tight. I'm like, wait, like you care about what the fuck this bitch does? Like you care about her life that much? Right. Now I'm mad. Yeah, I think I think anything that that betrays your trust um, is obviously. Guys, I'm cursing a lot too. We gotta put a censor no, on my please on this podcast. As far as I'm, I'm concerned, adults listen to this, and if children are listening to children, it, no, go to go the fuck. To it's school. not about like, children. It's just about my mouth. I need to no, do. Who cares? This is you. You just finished saying you want to own who you are, and that's who you are. All right, Amy. Plus the wine. I know. I'm, I'm not doing this next time. next episode. <laughs> I am not drinking. Let me see. Oh, shit. Number five is don't talk too much about it. If you get to know somebody, stop telling your homegirls every fucking yes. detail. Like, stop sending the te- the screenshots and get in. Get like, they're not journal. dating you. Get a they're journal. Dating, they're get dating a journal. your homegirls. Get a journal. You need to learn how to deal with this shit yourself. People are jaded. We are all jaded. We will give advice. Off nobody of knows shit. No, nobody knows shit. But also, like, people will not, like... I cannot tell you how to live your life. I can't tell you how to respond because I'm not dating him. I don't know his background. I don't know anything. And I think, you know, too many too many opinions will ruin, you know, that very sensitive and you raw You got secret stage. haters. You got homegirls that you think are riding for you that love you so much. With all due respect, I don't got that shit in my life. But even knowing that, but you could, I don't but you, have homegirls like could, that. But you could, no, 100%. But you could have people that secretly think that, oh, well, you know, how come she gets to have that again you shouldn't you should definitely do your best to right. eliminate those people when you when you know them for what they are but right. definitely but don't but share your information right? with don't everything don't share too much information whether romantic mm-hmm. whether creative whether you know just be mindful of that stuff but i just feel like we need to really treat relationships and getting to know people in the same respect that we do you know other parts of our lives like business wise yeah artistically like you don't have to share everything with everyone like let it let it turn into what it needs to turn into without too many cooks in the kitchen thousand percent um so number six is be honest and be honest with yourself and with the other person about where you are i think one of the worst things you can do is lead somebody out right like yeah we're getting to know them but if they're expressing much more interest or a lot more commitment than you are um i think there's a fine line between like you know, like, you can easily cross boundaries of, like, using somebody or, like, taking mm-hmm. them for granted. I think it's very important to be like, listen, I love that you feel that way about me. I'm not there yet. And I need you to pace yourself so I can catch up. These are words that I literally had to use while getting to know somebody. Like, I like you and I don't want to turn you off, but, like, I don't like you the way you like me yet. So I need you to do two things. I need you to be patient, but I also need you to not come on too hard because it's going to turn me off. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it was very helpful. I had never been that honest, that explicit, like, yo, I don't like you yet. And it took a lot for that person to be like, that's real. I'm going to keep pursuing you. I'm so happy they did. But that shit was hard for me to have to sit there and be like, I don't like you like you like me. But I need you to hold up. Like, you're doing too much. Don't text me sometimes. I feel like ignore me sometimes. Like, see, I don't know. I'm a little. Listen, but this is, but that's my process. I'm not saying that's for everybody. That's me knowing myself. That was the space I was in, and that's why I think um, 
it's kind of a, a, a 5.5, I think you need to also come to terms where you are in life, who you are, what's your process, what you need before. And I used to hear this shit. We read about this stuff all the time. You read, I'm not saying nothing new. I'm, I'm saying shit that we, we all claim that we know, but we don't practice. Until I got into a better space within myself is where these things happened naturally. I wasn't referring to a book. I didn't get advice from my mom like I always did with my other relationships, which I love y'all mom, but my mom was a single mom, and she was a fucking, she was thorough as fuck growing up, and I can't take relationship advice from my mom. I just can't. Like, I can emotionally, like, if I need her to be there for me, cool. But I can't tell my mom, how can I be a good woman for him to be a good man to me? I can't get that from her. She doesn't know. Her react growing up was like, yo, he doesn't do you right. Leave him. Get somebody else. How am I supposed to expect for you to give me advice to learn how to get past this with yeah. the same guy? So it's like, you know, know yourself so that you can hold space for that person to be part of your life long term. What's my number six? Unless I already said number six. Oh, this one, this one is hitting. Shout out to all the hookers out there. Rashi is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Luca for putting me on. Um, we don't say names, but we can say names if we say well, nice yeah, things, right? No, we're not. Okay, yeah. I love him. Um, like your man or anything? No, hell no. He's not an ex. Um, keep time for yourself. Yep. Just because you like somebody does not mean your whole world, your sunrise and sunset revolves around this person. They can be involved in it. Not saying you can't text them, but like if you got a, if you got two hours to yourself, don't run and try to meet up with them and try to interrupt what they got going on. Like take some time for yourself. Go window shopping. Go treat yourself to something. Go read. Go have a coffee by yourself. Like yeah. really treat that sacred time just like when very, you're single. Right. Those moments feel very sacred and spiritual. For sure. Hell yeah. Like... It's so easy to be like, damn, I just want to be up under him right now. And it's like, bitch, go do something. Like, literally it's, do something for yourself. Not like on some naggy shit. Do something for you. Yeah. Because we only give ourselves that when after, like after we break up, if we're single. But it's like, right. we should That's still what I was honor about ourselves. taking care of yourself, though. About making yeah, sure that honor you yourself in the same respect because they fell in love with yourself, that person. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know? Um, number eight is pay attention to how they show you their love. Yeah. Um, and also pay attention to the things that you didn't think they noticed. It goes hand in hand with you saying like praising them and being grateful for how they show you love and like, you know, just gratitude. Right. I think it's important to notice when you're being noticed and to point that out. But pay attention to how they show love because not everybody shows love in the same way. Yeah. You it's know. so funny. I feel like your 10 dating rules are the inverse of what mine were. Mm -hmm. Like it's about the way that things make you feel. And I'm more about like how i make another person feel so that's sure. kind of dope that we did that even if it oh was yeah just coincidentally yeah i think that's how we we present ourselves in the world I, i'm a very um i think you're you're very mindful of other people and i am too but because i'm so highly sensitive i had to learn how much the world affects me first mm -hmm. for me to be able to show up mm -hmm. the way i need to for other people um yeah because like you know a lot of these things like we lose a lot of energy in in loving others and that's part of us but we have to make sure that we're not overextending like like giving too much of ourselves um because it ends up hurting everybody else 100%. so um you know romantic or not work or or creative rise like like all that shit is affected um 
Number nine is speak up when something uh, affects you and be mindful of the delivery. Mm -hmm. So I think, again, it goes with the whole being honest shit. But I think we get really uncomfortable with addressing certain things that bother us because we feel as if they're in they're not valuable like they're not like oh i'm tripping i shouldn't make this a big deal say it um but i do think that especially when you're building trust with somebody it's important to let them know like listen this is my i don't expect you to understand but this kind of bothered me and i just want to address it before i snap at you tomorrow because i've been holding on to this shit since yesterday that's i know it mean. sounds mm -hmm. it sounds like that's all of us i know it sounds really sexy but it's not that hard to practice it when you have when you have a foundation with that person when you're with somebody who makes you feel right normal yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying like what you said earlier um but I do think that that's something you have to actively do. Like, that's not something that just can be expected of someone. You have to be able to practice, like, yo, this bothered me. Or I kind of saw you texting somebody. What's that about? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you cool with that person? Tell me more about that. Like, so that I don't assume. I don't want to put that in, like, make it uncomfortable. But how many, okay, so how many months in do you think it's okay I to don't actually think, start tripping about I those don't, things? I don't think it's tripping. I think it's all about delivery. And my last one is, is. Hold on. My so it's not about time, but it's not about time, though, for you. It's no, about it's not about time. I think, I think, think of relationships just like. Because if I'm not officially your child, girl, no. if, if I'm not officially your girl and you're texting somebody and I may have peeped, I'm going to let that be because yeah, I'm not really your I'm girl. Not, I'm not but if we're about... in a relationship, who's texting us together? The unit. Nah. You have Verizon. No. I have Verizon. No way. Like, we're both That's on the too same much. Now. That's too much. What are you talking about? In a relationship? No, I'm saying in general, I'm saying if we're adults about these things and if you're getting to know me, first of all, if I'm dating you, it's not the whole, am I waiting to be your girl or not? This this is me. This is why a lot of shit gets fucked up is because mm -hmm. we change once we get in a relationship. Shit that we didn't make a big deal from the beginning, we're oh, making yeah, a big yeah, deal yeah, now. You know saying, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's the delivery, but also you gotta, you gotta just be honest about certain things. Like, girl or no girl, because... If they texting them while you're not his girl, they're gonna be texting them when you are his girl. And then what are you gonna do? You gonna fight about it? Like I definitely think that in the my whole shit process, is I don't want it to be issues, long term issues like that. I definitely think that in the dating process, you should speak up and say like, "Hey, I noticed that this was happening again. Like I know that I'm not your girl, so mm -hmm. it's not anything crazy." Because I don't so even you know, think I don't even think that that's again. I don't think I think that's a younger version of approaching the situation. I think things like that set us up. For being like, there's no need to say I'm not your girl, but so and so. Hmm. I think what's important is to stand your own ground and being like, this is something I don't accept in general. Right. I'm not tripping. I'm not gonna criminalize you, but I need you to know this kind of made me uncomfortable. And if they're not cool with talking about it, they're not for you from mm -hmm. jump. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if I'm really invested in you, I'm not gonna do something that I know is gonna jeopardize what we got going on. What's the 10th? 10th is pretty much that. Attitude is everything, but delivery can ruin anything. That's a fact. So I, I think plenty of things off of my delivery. Yeah, I think, you know, and this was something that um, somebody who hired me when I worked at the art gallery, um, he was like, I hired you not because of your experience, but because of your attitude. Like, just remember that your attitude can get you far or it could fuck things up. 
I think in a relationship is no different. I think I can throw fake tantrums and they can be cutesy or I can throw plates and gets us nowhere. Like, I think the ultimate goal, well, you have to decide what the ultimate goal is. Is it to be right or is it to get past whatever the fuck is the problem? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times ego is involved in a lot of that shit. So that's where the attitude comes in. But attitude can also mean this is who I am. And it's like, I care about you, but I don't want this to fuck with me. I don't want to take this to work. I don't want to take this on the train. I don't want to carry this. I don't want this to ruin like my day or how I approach the world. So I think I think that's so powerful. And I'm learning that right now in my late 20s is like you have to master your mind like you cannot allow for things to spill into like other situations when you're dealing with somebody if something is disappointing you sometimes we that shit could take us take over us and we take that shit but that's to work because and, that's the ego right that's the ego yeah and sometimes you you do gotta i'm not saying that shit is i'm not saying that my ego is not is, is 100 in check but at least i can kind of i can look at certain things now objectively before it was very hard it was really, really difficult for me to not take shit personally. Like, oh, you tested me. It's not about that. It's not always about that. And if that's the approach, it's like, then I know that my man is not out to get me. He's not out to like, you know, and like you, you say, it was like, like that, yeah. right. No, but not even because sometimes it's not that blatant. It's not that black and white. No, but I'm saying like you wouldn't be with somebody that would be out to attack you. So it's like for you to even think about them in that way. It's like, why Absolutely. are you even thinking in that's that way? That's why it's important to get to know them because then I'll understand that him being quiet might not necessarily mean that he's checked out. It might just mean he doesn't know what to say right now. Yeah. It's shit like that. That's why it's important to date and to get to know each other because really marriage or long-term relationships is just you guys figuring out how to continue it going. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How to continue being together. And a lot of that shit has to do with problem solving. And problem solving means like, how am I, how are we both approaching this issue? Yeah. I'm not saying everything's going to be all kumbaya all the time. Never. I, if I see some shit that I don't like, I'm not going to say I can't snap. No, my parents have been married for almost 40 years. It's married. never kumbaya forever. It's not, that don't, it's not how it works. Well, I hope, I hope I'm not, I'm not completely, I don't want to flip. Like I've done that before. I don't want to be there. We all have. That's why we're here. But anyways, this has been. Yep. Can we I'm call this episode nice for what? Because this is It is nice for what? Because I mean, you know, you don't have to apologize about being in that space. And if you're not fucking or with it, then apologize for your ten ciao. rules either. Because you have ten set of rules. Again, we My set of rules are mad soft though. <laughs> Let me just give a victory moment really fast. So Amy Amy is in a relationship that I am so excited for her after oh all my the shit God, you're acting like I won an Emmy girl after all the shit that she's been through yes I know that what are you talking about after all the shit they don't know what shit I've been through don't tell them that I'm not talking first of all we don't got we don't got the type of time but no more why but Amy Amy's new boo invited me I didn't even know that they were that serious Amy's new boo invited me to a surprise birthday dinner and I didn't even know Amy had a boo. That's how real her new boo is. That's how real he is. So shout out to the good guys. Shout out to the to the good woman that eventually find or ha allow for good men to find them. God bless y'all. Alright. And on that note, this is episode one, Cafe Fuerte, season two. Yeah, we done. Oh, check us next week, though, for Athena, um, Athena's interview. That shit is so important. Um, 
talking about LGBT, uh, LGBTQ um, experiences. Um, she's an actress or an actor, writer, Boricua. Like she's one of my closest friends. Um, she's really dope. People. She's a, you know, lots of gems as usual because you know that's what we are good for. Um, so check it out. Episode two. Like the Ciao, y'all. Watch the breakdown.